episode number 61, Sixth Gen Camaro, Doom and Gloom. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back, everyone, for another episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's going on, buddy? Oh, you know, same old stuff, working for a living, drinking a few beers once in a while, uh, worrying about if I'll ever be able to afford a 6-gen Camaro, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, you know, the daily things, you know. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we talked about pricing quite a bit, and, uh, well, <laughs> it kind of um, it kind of exploded a little bit, even more so. A, a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, um, Wow. <sighs> so that's oh, uh, before we get into it just want to give a quick shout out uh to my best friends other than you chris uh, in michigan freak show in critter critter <laughs> critter's gotta be kc right yep and kc yep. used to be one of our regular watchers on periscope too you know and he actually mentioned that when he was visiting here in, at studio south in nashville um, he still listens to the show religiously i don't think he's ever owned a camaro but he just loves the show and that's all right by us nice um he really missed, he said he missed the Periscope. Yeah. Uh, he, he was drunk at the time, so I don't know if he really meant it, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but hey, here's the deal. couple weeks, if you guys are eagle-eyed, you might see me back in Studio North in Detroit yeah. in front of Periscope again. So be ready, and maybe around the 17th, around sometime when it's dark. Yeah. Cool. All right, so let's, let's talk about more, <clears throat> I'm sorry to say, Camaro pricing here. I mean, it's... It's, it's June now here, right? So right. what does that mean? It means that the uh, the deliveries or the the, the sales uh, sheets come out uh, at the beginning of the month. So I saw GM post all their their sales stuff uh, uh, June first for for May, and I was kind of scratching my head. I was like, "Whoa, is this is this a typo?" I thought so for sure. And then I'm I'm no. looking back and I'm going, "Wow, what the hell is going on?" Because <laughs> yeah, we keep we talking it. about this. First, we blamed it on you know the the new release of the car, ramp up time, jobs per hour maybe being low, dealers not getting them quite in time, and then what else do we blame it on? Um, uh, not all the models being out. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then uh, now we got nothing to blame it on. Right. Except um, maybe the obvious that's staring us in the face. Something we keep going seem to go back to. You know, the the more and more people that you and I both talk to. Mm-hmm. Um are telling us the same thing it's a great car we can't afford it yeah oh and and, and I, you know, if you're a regular listener you've heard me preach it's 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 the the best value ever show me a better value but i'm kind of starting to have to face the truth that it's not everybody understands the value not everybody needs that value they shop on cost Right. And when they compare the the cost of the Camaro, regardless of their that value perceived or real, when they when they cross shop with the Mustang, they see the Mustang being cheaper, and they assume it's a better value, a better dollar value, not performance value. And boy, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, me too. Me too. Let's look at these numbers for May. Um, we have. Mustang coming in at 
10,327. And then we have in second place, Challenger, 6,677. And Camaro at 5,827. In comparison to last year, 2015, where they were still making the fifth generation, uh, Camaro pumped out 9,753 cars. That's a difference of 40.3% for one year. Now, if you look back at the life cycle of the fifth generation, May of 2016 was the worst sales month for Camaro since it's come back from hiatus. Maybe maybe we're looking up, barking up the wrong tree. Maybe the, the hype for the two-liter turbo is so great that people are holding out. Mm, Doubt it. I, Doubt it. Doubt it. Doubt it. Yeah. Maybe the price point of the two-liter Camaro will rocket those those sales figures back up. Tough one, tough one. I, uh, I, I, I didn't think so at first, but maybe maybe it is too expensive. Maybe maybe, ugh, maybe I got to eat a little Camaro Crow here on on the pricing value issue. Uh, thing. I, I'm scratching my head. I really am. I don't well, know what to be, think. Uh, it's an Occam's razor thing. It's like the most obvious thing is there. It just costs too damn much. And that's what everybody's saying. I haven't made up my mind yet myself. I'm just echoing what other people have said. But Because I keep thinking if they can't sell the, the these cars for sixth generation, how are they going to sell a ZL1 or a 1LE? With, I, I can't imagine what the pricing the price point is going to be on that car. Ugh. i got to pull up an article here. I was I was... Reading our local paper this morning, the Detroit Free Press, and I was also talking with um, Mudbone, um, Mudbone, who we had on the show last week, and we were just kind of bouncing numbers off each other, and we're just kind of like both scratching our head. Um, Detroit Free Press published this article this morning that says, Chevy sweetens incentives after tepid May. And there's one sentence in this whole article um, that kind of we have been talking about and kind of explains why Camaro's not selling as many cars um, from before. And it says, the, the sentence says, that has reflected GM's intentional strategy to de-emphasize sales to daily rental companies, which actually generates smaller profits than sales to individual consumers. So... Hmm. This is what I mean. This is what the PR people at Chevrolet told me that they're they were right on. They're right. They're right there where they want to be. You know, they're not. They're making a concerted effort not to be, you know, selling all these cars to budget and all these companies. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, so look at the big picture though. The Camaro's still selling well. I mean, it's not. It's not like. Do it, dare I dare say this? The fourth gen. Where, I mean, as much as we loved the fourth gens, I mean, let's be honest, it, they sold for crap. Yeah, especially towards the later years, which yeah. pretty much killed it, you know. Yep. Uh, well, we're going to keep know, we we're going to keep analyzing this. We are armchair quarterbacks. We don't we know are. the real story, and nobody but the folks inside GM, they might be just going, "That's fine." You know, we're making more money selling less cars. That's true. We we hit on that last uh, last week. So maybe they're just fine with it. But I, I'm afraid that as this gets publicized by 
I don't know, Camaro News and a couple of douchebags have a podcast, <laughs> it starts to, starts to change the opinions of people thinking it's too expensive, even despite the value of the car. Oh, boy. Here's, uh, here's what I'm looking for going forward. If all of a sudden Chevrolet comes out and starts putting all sorts of money on the hood of Camaro, mm-hmm. then you know there's a problem. Yep. You know there's a problem. And and from what we're hearing here in Michigan, the, the yard over there at Lansing is full of Camaros. Full. So, I don't know. Well, time will tell. Um, that could mean good deals for everybody, and it might help them kind of kickstart the sales on them again. Maybe. Just who knows, man. It might They might throw a bunch of money on the hood of the car and then come out with the 1LE at the same price as the SS is now or something like that. You know, because the 1LE is expected to be more money, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's so, kind of a 1LE package. Hard telling, man. Yeah. Well, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, time will tell, but... We're going to keep on this. It concerns us a touch as, as again, armchair Camaro right. enthusiasts, you know, just for the longevity and the vet and the, and the integrity of the car and the, the brand and all that shit. So <laughs> I'm not ready to call it, hit the panic button by any oh, means no. on this. And, and the title of the show, six gen Camaro doom and gloom is kind of tongue in cheek, Oh yeah, you know, right. because you know, some of these sites out there, you know, Oh my God, the Camaro is not selling. It's going to be canceled again. Oh, Christ. No, it's not. It's no, cause it's probably making more money than the fifth gen right now. <laughs> probably. And uh, um, not to mention, they're already working on the seventh gen. Yeah. And it's being built here in the United States. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's a lot of factors in here, but we're going to keep on it. All right. So what's the... Uh, so it's, uh, I guess what's the next thing to talk about... <laughs> There's a, a road and track article yeah, that came out right. this week. Since, since we talked about fourth gens. Since we talked about fourth gens, yeah. Uh, the Let me see. Let me pull this up. It's right on, I, I posted it on our Facebook page. Yeah, here it is. The title is, The Fourth Generation Camaro Was the Best Camaro. Everything that guy just said is bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. And this actually gener- <coughs> Hey, smoke up, John. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, right over there. I'm still getting over my laryngitis. I'm a lot better, but um, <clears throat> when I got to talk for long periods of time, this happens. But, <clears throat> anyways, the fourth generation Camaro was the best Camaro. It was the last original Cam- Chevy Camaro made, and it had so much potential. Huh. Well, that's one person's opinion, and this generated a lot of comments on. Mm-hmm. Our Facebook page when I posted this, and people are kind of giving their opinions. What do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, Next. I can't, <laughs> I can't say it was was the best, because that's just like saying pizza tastes better than cheeseburgers when, oh, hell, I don't even think I could even yeah, say that. Right. Um, you know, it, it's, it comes down to, you know, th- there's a few things that, that you can say, yeah, okay, you know, it was the last original and this, that, and the other thing. If 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 that means something to you, that's great. I th- I wonder if this doesn't have anything to do with the the sixth gen pricing. I don't know. This uh, article you know, came out. I, I only say this because when the fourth gen came out, my dad still had a third gen, and he was bitching about the price of the fourth gen, saying that because he was just bullshitting. But the the, the price of the fourth gen 
was so high that people were looking to buy third gens, which made his third gen go up in value. Really? Yeah, I think he was just spouting off. But I wonder, I'm sure he's not the only one that thinks that, you know? No. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember when the fourth gen came out and, and the the third gen owners said their cars were the best Camaro ever. Okay. Um, and, and when I was reading this article, I, I was telling you this earlier, it almost took me back to 2008 when we were running CamaroZ28.com's forums. And you had the people who were writing in and, and, and saying that the fifth gen Camaro was going to be a fat pig. They'll never come close to selling um, a decent amount of those cars. Um, what the hell are they doing? And uh, they, they destroyed the Camaro. Yeah, they the, destroyed it. That's yeah. kind of how I felt reading this article. Like, okay, yeah, this person obviously loves the fourth gen Camaro and they're going to write about it. Of course, they rip on the cheap plastic interior, you know, uh, of the fourth gen Camaro. And, you know, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's one person's opinion. Exactly. Um, I'm sure there's, um, things we can use to measure um, how good a car is, uh, be it performance, be it sales, uh, track times. So if you if you kind of compare those to a fifth gen, uh, I would say the, the fifth generation car is a better car than the fourth gen. And I've never owned a sixth gen. I've driven plenty of them. And I would say that that car is, uh, you know, from SS to SS is a better car than the fifth gen. But it's also more expensive. <laughs> it's all where you, the person with the wallet, um, puts their value. Right. They touch on valid, valid things in the article. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. What's what's the best Camaro? The one in my garage. Right. That's it. And everybody else can say that, too. So, so there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we owe people some voicemail response, don't we? <laughs> Sure. I mean, I think we beat this one to death. I can't think of anything else to say. Sure. Let's see here. How many do we got here? We've got three voicemails in this book of an email from Charlie one 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 one. So I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna Charlie. have to try and paraphrase this, Charlie. <laughs> I try and get to your point here. Um, <laughs> let's see. Charlie says, "Hey there, Chris and Jason. Hope all is well. I want to touch on a subject that was brought up in podcast fifty eight." about why the new 6th gen seems to not be selling or striking in the public's eye in reflection to slow sales as of late. Hey, what do you know? (laughs) It kind of plays into this topic of the show again, too. All I can speak from is point of view and how I have approached towards my interest for the new generation sports car. As you guys know, I purchased my 2010 5th Gen and 2011, two weeks prior to the cutoff date for the first year of production. Before I made the the purchase, I had two years of information to gather and read from to ensure I was making the right choice. And on top of that, I was including everyone that made the purchase of the 5th Gen. Had three years after concept reveal and announcement for production of hype, excitement, that build-up anticipation for production date to arrive and drive one off the showroom floors. Heck, some even off the shipment truck itself. Everyone had wanted a Camaro after the final 2002 was sold and Build Plant closed its doors for what was seemed to be the end of Camaro. 
was able to get their favorite car back and continue their passion seemed to come in droves to finally get their new Camaro after seven, eight years of hiatus. Even young folks as myself that have never owned a sports car or muscle car were able to make a purchase of quite possibly their first ever new car and be part of the retelling on the muscle car wars. To live an experience what our fathers, uncles, older cousins, maybe even granddads did back in the late to mid to late 60s to mid 70s was something that I myself had wanted to be a part of. We became that generation that provided the heritage that was and enhanced it to a new level with aftermarket community companies seen at SEMA. Many of us put in loads of cash to make our Camaros go faster, handle a lot better, and look a lot flashier just to add that little extra component to individualize our Camaro as our own, but yet still be able to drive alongside other Camaros as one. In the end, 5th Gen Run, many of us put in a lot of money for their car and had a unique look to it. We also put in a good amount to make our Camaros go faster or look different. Some purchased their Camaros and kept them stock, whether it be an LS, LT, 2LT, SS, 1LE, ZL1, Z28. Aside what people paid for the owners did, their cars had earned money, was invested into their dream car. For some, it took a year of savings. Others... Maybe it took three to four years, and their Camaro became an item that many state was worth the wait and the hard work to own this distinctive-looking automotive dream. So, when the 6th Gen rolled out and we heard the motto of a car being an evolution more than a revolution, we didn't particularly know what that meant until the unveiling of the 6th Gen was made. Granted, it's a gorgeous-looking car and carries the same characteristics, of the fifth gen offered with the additional bells and whistles, reduced weight, higher horsepower, but the price did increase. That to me was something that became a bit of a concern. I love my SS and would love to own a sixth gen SS, but at that price, I would end up paying to either replace or partner my partner. My current SS is just too much for me to budge, especially as they look similar. Why would I want to pay nearly $45,000 for a car that looks similar to what I already have? Some may say, well, it's higher performance capabilities. Well, that's true. But I can just drop in an extra five dollars to $8,000 and reach the near similar capabilities of what's currently on the showroom floor for a car that I already fully own. Why would I want to hassle with dealing with the bank and a dealership to get another auto loan for a car that looks similar as mine? which I can just add upon that's in the garage with less hassle or commitment at someone else. And that, if I did wish to purchase another Camaro, I would have to sell my current 2010 SS, which leaves me out of another car. Because why would I want to have two Camaros if they're similar? I would rather purchase a truck for towing and farm work and still own my current Camaro and just add parts to it. Instead of having two vehicles that have no practical use aside from taking it to the track. All in all, I believe that the combination of both price and design of the Camaro may be a factor for new owners in trading in or purchasing a 6th gen. So he goes on more and more about the same thing. Again, it's just my opinion, and I am aware that if I don't like it, then I don't have to buy it, which is why I'm always looking towards a truck 
and hope for something revolutionary to come out next generation. As always, you guys rock, and I miss the Periscope days. Cheers, guys. Sincerely, Charlie One. Wow, oh, that was that, that was, was a really intense. That was sobering. It was even even more so. He really spelled it out in the eyes of the buyer. Yeah. You and I were kind of uh, talking about this, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah, we need to talk about this on the podcast." I said, "The the car." I saw a lot of people commenting on um, that article CamaroNews.com put out about the, the, the Camaro pricing. And people were saying that the, the the car looks too similar and they don't know that there's a new Camaro. So basically they've got a 2013 and 2012, whatever. Yeah. All they know is there's a 2016 Camaro that cost a lot more. Why mm-hmm. would they want to trade in their current Camaro when they're perfectly happy with what they have? We we know the difference. Clear we do. Isabel, we know we do. the difference. But it's no different than the 2013 going to 2014 Camaro to them. Yeah, when they did the uh, mid-cycle refresh. Yep. Excellent. Well, that was a great email. Thanks, Charlie, as always. Yeah, thanks for wrecking our show. <laughs> and uh, maybe we'll try and bring back some Periscope. I don't know if I'll be able to run it in line with Jason. Um, being down south, uh, it will eat up bandwidth, and that make make you sound crappy. <laughs> yeah, make me sound crappy, not you. Um, but like we said, and uh, I expect to be back uh, in Studio North uh, in a couple of weeks. Cool. Uh, so you know, get it while you can. <clears throat> yes, definitely. All right, you ready for the first voicemail? Yeah, let's hear it, uh, Charlie. And thank thank you, Charlie. That was that was very hey guys, very well Danny written. from Washington State, just calling in second time. Hey, on my way to work, listening to uh, one of your latest podcasts. Hey, and I just want to, you know, give my two cents about the pricing of the Camaro. I am uh, just over 50, finally in a decent place in my life. Uh, my wife's allowed to, you know, work part-time for the school district. And, uh, you know, I got uh, house payment, 1300 bucks. I got child support, 1000 bucks a month. I mean, my car payment, I got a 2010. I got the aqua blue with the white stripes. Anyway, I've had it for about... Almost two years now. But anyway, my $370 house uh, car payment is about it for me, you know. I mean, I love the, the sixth gen. I'd love to have a ZL1. I'm only like 25 minutes from work each day. You know, I do also need the little bit of gas mileage, you know what I mean? I'm a performance guy and a value kind of guy. So a 500-plus car payment would just kill me. I couldn't do it. Um, anyway, that's just kind of where I'm coming from. Uh, I think it's a big deal. You know, I mean, I don't know what the general age is of Camaro owners, you know, what we can afford and that kind of thing. But anyway, that's my two cents. Love the show. Um, I'll be a forever listener. So anyway, thanks. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for calling in, buddy. I, I didn't catch your name. Yeah, sorry. sorry. He did say he was like it. from Washington State. He, I think he said he called in once before. But here, here we go. We we got another person. Um, More reinforcement. They just, they just can't seem to afford to uh, get rid of their current Camaro and jump into a new one because it's going to drastically increase the car note. <laughs> what be the note, yo? Yeah. Um, God, man, just more, <clears throat> just further reinforcement of this issue. Boy, it's... I know. This is probably our one of our most painful shows we've ever had to do i know i know and i just keep i, I just keep scratching my head i don't know 
I guess we can wait and see what June numbers hold, right? God, what if it's worse? Oh, don't say that. Oh, man. We've got a couple more voicemails to go through. Uh, but if you guys want to call in, talk to us, let us know what you're thinking. Can you afford a Camaro? Can you not afford a Camaro? Let us know, and here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. Yeah, do it now. We've got a couple more voicemails here to go through, so uh, here's the next yeah. one. Hey, guys. Ah, it's beautiful day. Maybe his tape. Maybe he ran out of tape. Um, maybe oh. next year the uh, we call it Lansing, Michigan, the Camaro plant uh, plant tour, and maybe you know like uh, Grand Marshal, Al Appetizer, special guest Pat Stelmeyer, and so on and so on. Maybe even Ed Wilbur. Uh, but this year I can't make it to New York because I. Get that choice of that vacation. Oh, you're gonna have a great time in Vegas. You sure I, do, I, Dave. I don't know. He, something was majorly wrong with his line that time. They must have like really bad cell phone reception in Butt Scratch, Ohio, where he lives. Yeah. Do you live in the middle of nowhere? I don't, I don't know. know Who's your cell provider, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> he said he's having a great time with his 2011 Camaro convertible he bought. I know he was looking at a six gen, but I don't think he could afford it. <laughs> Next voicemail, thank uh, you. We got one other voicemail here. Dave, you're so funny. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, guys? Uh, AJ calling in. And, uh, just wanted to catch up with you guys. I know uh, you've uh, had a lot of calls lately. And uh, it uh, seems like, you know, you go two or three weeks without any calls, and then all of a sudden you just get a whole big influx of calls. But um, anyway, uh, this we got in. I really want to talk about tomorrow's. I want to talk about something. Uh, from the past, uh, yeah, Jason, uh, that you probably remember. Um, I wanted to know if you still made the, uh, Apocalypse Edition, uh, emblems, stickers, decals. Um, and if you do, I know that, uh, they came in yellow and black, and the zombie ones were green and black. But I would like a set of those Apocalypse ones in white and black, if you still make them. Uh, I watched your, uh, I was just playing on YouTube last night, and uh, they came across my mind, and I watched your old video. And, of course, every few years, I have to stop by the uh, video, uh, the POV video you did in your car to uh, see all the uh, pro manual drivers talking crap in the comment section uh, when you did the POV drive in your car. But that's all I wanted, guys, to see if you uh, still uh, made those. And if you do, if you did them in different colors, because uh, I know it's just on yellow and green in the past. And uh, if you did, I'd like to keep the set from you in black and white to uh, fit the thing on my car. But uh, that's all, guys. Talk to you later. AJ, thanks for calling in. 
It's all you, man. Uh, yeah. So uh, for just just for fun, I made these 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 really heavy duty emblems, much better than vinyl stickers or decals or whatever that just said Apocalypse Edition because I was kind of making fun of all the dealer edition packages and I wanted something cool to put on my Grand Cherokee. So I had a bunch of them made in a couple of different styles and sold out of most of the green and black zombie style ones, but I still have some of the nuke ones left which are up on eBay. In fact, if you go to apocalypseedition.com, it'll just forward it to you. No, I don't plan on making any more of them. Uh, I've had a few requests to have them done in red, never in white and black, but uh, I don't plan on making any more of them anyway. Um, so, but thank you uh, for, the, for, the, for the consideration. What about and, the smooth locks? Uh, Smoothlocks still make those. In fact, I actually owe Dave Postal Dave uh, one for his new Camaro, actually. Oh, okay. I got to get that out in the mail. Yeah, uh, Smoothlocks, um, they were such a big hit for fourth gen Camaros. Not sure quite were. as much as for fifth gen. Um, uh, just because I think the car was, they didn't, the door locks didn't stick out quite as much. But uh, yeah, still, still, still make them, still sell them. Uh, again, I just put them up in my eBay store. I stopped trying to do the e commerce thing for something so simple and basic. But yeah, so. Um, yeah, if you have a fourth gen Camaro or fifth gen Camaro, you can get smooth locks for your Camaro. Well, what was the other thing you talked about? The Rock POV on. video of me driving my 2010 yeah, Camaro. Yeah, remember when we had Matt Everett on the show yeah. a couple weeks ago, Lethal yeah. Hammer, and we were we were talking with him uh, before the show, and we were yep. t- and you were telling him uh, about your video you did and how you get all the haters uh-huh. on the automatic transmission because because you we were swapping stories. That was funny. Yep. Yeah, we're talking. You about got a lot of you got a lot of views audience. on that video too. Yeah, well, half million or something stupid like that, <laughs> and like two thousand comments, and most of them are like, "Must be nice driving your wife's car." <laughs> Fail. Fail. I I stopped watching as soon as I saw it was an auto. Oh, but you took the time to actually post type that. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Now I know where your priorities are. Being a dick. Fail. <laughs> fail. You fail it. Oh God. And you know what? A lot of times, you know, it would be. I, I get comments, you know, like, piece of crap, you know, and then some homosexual slur and everything, yeah. auto, Camaro, and I look at their videos to see what kind of performance car they have, and it's nothing but, like, screen caps of them playing video games, so you know they're children. Yeah. Uh, and then sometimes I would say, okay, we'll post a video of your 600-horsepower SEMA show Camaro. Yeah. Not one has ever, ever taken me up on that, so mm. just a bunch of haters going to hate, yo. Good times. AJ, thanks for the call as always, buddy. I hope yeah. I, I think I addressed everything you was talking about. I think so. Yeah. Oh man, good to hear from everybody as always. Yeah, we do kind of get them in waves, don't we? We do. We do. So that means that means a lot of you are not consistent. Except Postal <laughs> Dave. He's always consistently confusing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and staticky. Oh man. You know, every, every now and then I'll think about my fourth gen car. Yeah. You know. Every, every once in a while I'll see like an ad. And it'll use a fourth gen, and it reminds me of your fourth gen because you kind of had that unique look. It was it was totally, totally murdered out. I mean, it was it was black on black on black on black. You had those custom wheels, um, and there was this shot of you on the expressway, uh, the freeway oh. for you people on the west coast. Um, <laughs> you know, I think Leslie took it when she was like, yeah, she we're, did. We were driving, and it was it just looked so good in motion. It did. That's one of my favorite pictures of that car. In fact, it even graced the 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 label on a Jones soda bottle. That is true. I still I think I still have that one. Yeah, I do. And uh, that was that was a cool. You know, I'm always do, was always doing wacky projects. But uh, yeah, it was one. That's my one of my favorite pictures of all time of that car. Yeah. That your let your your wife. She wasn't even your wife then. No. No. Nope. So yeah, um, that car went through a lot of cool transformations. I don't. I don't miss. 
a fourth gen. Um, you know, there were things, there were some things you had to live with on that car. The length of the nose in the rear and, and the engine underneath the cowl and all those things you got to kind of live with. But they were, they were great cars, but I don't really miss mine after having a fifth gen. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. Uh, I don't get attached to cars because I've, I go through so many of them, I guess. <laughs> I know there's people who get the cars and they're like, that's it. I'm going to buy this. I'm going to pay it off and I'm never going to sell it. Sure. Well, that's cool. I guess if you've got enough room to collect cars and all that money to pay insurance uh, all the time. But me, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I really cleaned up my ZL1 this week. Uh, got looking really good. I've been driving it and... Uh, I'm seriously considering getting rid of it to get a six gen and I'm, and I'm having this internal struggle, but the, the six gens, I, I love them. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. We were kind of going on some quick memory lane here. So, um, please call in and tell us what you think about, you know, the fourth gen, fifth gen, the pricing from then to now to six gen. It's, it's, yeah. it's getting a lot of people to really stop and think. And I think it's becoming like, you know, you said you don't get attached to your cars, but it does kind of become an emotional thing at some point. It does. Either parting with the money or parting with the car. So that is true. That is true. One last car? thing before we sign off here. Uh, SEMA is coming up in uh, end of October, beginning in November. Um, I set up an event. Uh, we're going to do our normal meet and greet like we, we do every year at the, uh, octane lounge in the excalibur hotel and casino in las vegas that's right um love to have you guys join us i believe it's going to be on november 2nd it's a wednesday and uh i've created the event uh with camaro show so uh we'll love to see uh, all our friends back out again it's a good time you may even have the opportunity to be interviewed by me or chris after you buy us drinks yes yeah 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 or just interviewed by us because we've already had enough drinks yeah true it's always True. a good time. Yeah. And we'd love to see you there. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of enjoy here. Enjoy the rest of your weekend if there's anything left of it. And have a great week. We'll see you next. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya. ya.